playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, MSN Search, Ask, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your hosts. Well, that's right, everybody. It is Wednesday, January the 10th. And I don't know where your favorite search engine is, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. Danny, how are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that for nondescript? I don't know. I'm yes, all right. Well, I'm good. I'm tired. Well, like, a, like 100 million emails are coming in because you know, I'm like, hey, I'm putting together search engine strategies in New York, and yes, you can pitch me now for the next week. But please only pitch me if you follow these very specific instructions, which have been created and crafted over the past eight years that will ensure a positive experience for the entire world. You know, and then they say things like, <laughs> you get these emails like, thank you, I've read your instructions. And here are the three things I propose doing, even though the instructions say, send me your pitches separately for each mm-hmm. session. And here's an attachment, even though it's like, and don't send me an attachment. And then the best thing is like, and only pitch me on things that are about search marketing. So-and-so is an expert on blah, which has nothing to do with it. It's like this generic thing, and they just inserted the word search marketing at the end to make it relevant. So, yeah, I'm not that happy right now. Sorry. <laughs> But, Darren, it's not about me. It's about the news and what we can do uh, to make the news better for everybody. And nothing uh, makes the world better than Apple. Or a good rant. Oh, I don't like Apple. I don't. I'm sorry. And I almost, if I had the energy to write any more today, I would do this thing on, like, why you should not like Apple because they're the more secretive, more closed-minded company than both Microsoft and Google combined. And the whole idea of Google getting in closer with Apple just... Chills me to the bone. But, yeah, that's me. I'm sure that all the Apple fans will come out and tell me I've completely lost my mind. Okay? But I don't like them. I just don't. I just don't. I'm sorry. I know I should use it. Yes, I even have an iPod, although I barely use it. It's not that wonderful. But I'm talking about Apple not to upset all the Apple people, but simply because they've rolled out this new iPhone. This is the big announcement at CES. And I'm just going to – I haven't even read it that deep. First, actually, I did look at it, and I thought, that looks kind of neat. Looks kind of cool, and it's going to have all this Google stuff in it. You'll get Google Earth on it because it's not just a phone; it's like a regular flipping computer, apparently. And you know, you and I, of course, we we're those we're the stupid Windows Mobile people. We have little computers ourselves, right? Right. But you know, come on, it's not like running Windows XP. Although I don't really want to run Windows XP on my handset. But the point is, there's a bigger partnership with Google and Apple, and this whole thing is coming. But I did look kind of tempted, and then I'm reading, what? It's not 3G? It's not a broadband phone? I'm out of here. Give me a break. Give me a break. Anyway, so it's going to be this new phone, big partnership with Google. I'm going to point you out to TechMeme, which that's all that's on the whole front page, because like, it's like Apple, Apple, Apple over and over again. So you can go check it out over there. Um, as always, all the links for the things that I'm talking about, you can find dailysearchcast.com. And then look for today's episode, and you pick it up from there. I do apologize to the Apple people. I'm sorry. I'm not saying don't use it if you don't like it. I just, 
all the things I always find people are like, I don't like Microsoft for this or I don't like that. I like, it just feels really close to me. That's just me. All right? Yeah. I'm feeling bad now. Yesterday I was offending people with dogs. Today I'm offending people <laughs> with Macs. Uh, Who knows what will happen next. All right. So moving right along, um, this, of course, has been a whole big week with the um, with the whole mobile stuff. Both Yahoo and uh, Google have announced all these partnerships. Everybody and their brother is getting on everybody and their sister's cell phones and going nuts and having a great time and going with it from there. So I threw out some more links just to kind of get you up to speed. Although I really – one thing kind of resonated with me on um, – Google Blogoscope, they were saying, you know, this whole mobile stuff's getting confusing. It's like, do I want to download Opera Mini or do I want to use Opera Mobile? And what's the difference? Right. And that's just one provider, right? And hey, Philip at Google Blogoscope's got my phone, except he's got the non broadband version because my phone's broadband and it rocks. All right, I'm looking at a screenshot there. Now, moving right along, Virtual Earth, new aerial and satellite imagery has come up onto them. Coming, uh, they've got a partnership with uh, satellite provider Globe Explorer, so uh, you're going to be able to go over there and just get more, more stuff. Maybe you'll even be able to zoom down and see my house is more than just a blur out here in England. Nice. Right? Yeah, now we're just a little tiny thing. <laughs> nice. Unless, of course, you're stalking me, then not so nice. <laughs> still, anyway. All right, Darren, I still got more. Is that all right? I'm ready. <laughs> Darren. All right. Yesterday, Jen, she uh, put together 25 tips to optimize your blogs for readers and search engines, and I thought they were kind of good because, you know, it's really cool. cool. So I'll run through some of the things. Get rid of your default template. I'll just run through them, and then you can read them in more depth as you go with it there. Say no to bad color schemes. Make sure you're offering RSS. Make sure that you're promoting it through feed buttons and stuff like that. Give your posts out an email. Decide if you're going to go full or partial feeds. Compelling snippets and descriptions. And also, good titles. That's one of my big issues with me. Is like, you know, I, if you don't have a good description, good title, I may not click through. So think about it. You, you'll get me going about that whole Google, do you want a pony post. Remember? It was like, do you want a pony? I'm like, mm-hmm. what's that about on the Google blog? And it was all about, do you want to have a, more gadgets from Google? All right, I know. Check your spelling. Check your photography. Fontography. Don't forget how the navigation is going on there. Don't have too many widgets, things like that. I won't go through them all. There's a lot, a lot of stuff in there. But one of the things was be master of your own domain. And I think we can all agree that we want to be masters of our own domain, right? Yeah. Remember the Seinfeld episode? Mm, no, I'm, I'm just thinking of a tagline in Monty's show opener. Yes. Well, there you are. And well, it's a good time <laughs> to plug his show, by the way. When's it on? Uh, 7 o'clock Eastern on Wednesdays. And that's Domain Masters, right? Domain Masters. Be the Which master is a great show to get up on domain name issues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, Masters of Your Own Domain was a whole Seinfeld episode where I just won't go into it. It's just a classic Seinfeld episode. Anyway, uh, I did a post up where I'm talking about being master of your own feed domain. And what I was trying to explain for people in this post is that, um, you know, I see a lot of people who will use, say, FeedBurner. And I love FeedBurner. I really do. But the problem when you use FeedBurner, if you don't think about it, is they're going to give you a feed that uses the FeedBurner.com domain. And then, you know, if they were to turn out to be all evilly down the line and you want to leave them, you, you're stuck. You know, it's like you can't take all the people who are stuck on the FeedBurner.com domain with you. But they have this thing called My Brand, so I go through it and I explain how you know, it's like $3 a month. You can have your feeds in your own domain name. And I really, really urge everybody to do that. If you're going to put out a feed, first of all, 
put your feeds out in FeedBurner or some other tracking service. You should definitely do it. It really helps you understand what your growth is like, what people are coming into, and they. And I think FeedBurner does a great job with all that. But then secondly, you know, make sure you maintain your own domain as you go along with it. All right. Oh, and Darren, not a super mm-hmm. long show this time. Okay. Just want to give you a heads up because it's been kind of mellow because, you know, we've had a lot of stuff. We've been catching up on things. A big heads up. Big heads up. Now, uh, the Google Jet blog had this post where they were saying, uh, you know, brand owners, they get upset when they find people are buying ads on Google, and Google's got these policies where they won't um, even accept ads without certain kinds of permissions, that, uh, things that right. might be trademarks. And why don't, why don't Google just, you know, pay off the brand owners? Give them a percentage or a cut of the brand of the money that they make off of these things, and everybody's happy. And so I got an email from somebody saying, well, what do you think about that? And I'm like, uh, I think I want to write about something else. But I dived into it a little bit. And I basically <laughs> said, that's not as easy as you think. And I kind of did a run-through where I'm explaining that, hey, you know, just as a reminder, just because you have a, um, you know, a trademark, it doesn't mean that you control every use of that word and you can dictate what's going on. And, in fact, a lot of Google's policies are in place because – We've had lawsuits and cases that have come through to say, well, this is allowable, this isn't allowable, and they vary from country to country as well. So you, um, you, you can't just sort of say, well, it's going to be you know, as easy as whatever the trademark owners want because what they want isn't necessarily what they're entitled to. And then the other issue is that, well, who are all the trademark owners, right? You know, there are a bunch of people called Apple. Do they all get a right. slice? Do we do it in proportion to other things or whatnot? So really my answer was it's a lot more complicated than that, and I, I sort of took a cop out and I said, I don't know that it's about paying the brand owners. I think any good search engine is going to ensure that if I do a name search on, on a well-known brand, and I don't even mean a, the world's largest brand or the most paid-for brand or whatnot, just that if you've got a good brand, that I should be able to find you. And then secondly, that you're doing right by the user. You're not right. taking ads from people who are trying to convince you that they're a company. Hey, check out these new Apple iPhones, you know, F-O-N-E rather than P-H-O-N-E, trying to trick you. Right. All right, Darren, i got some controversy because I just feel like you could use some controversy. Is that mm, right? A little controversy could be used. <laughs> okay. Well, over at, Google, over at Google Blogoscope, Philip Lenson was noting that you can go to Google Book Search, and you can actually go to Google Book Search, do these searches, and find um, books that you can download in PDF format. You get these PDF files, and you can go read them or whatnot. What Google does is they're scanning all these books, and um, they take any of the public, a lot of the public domain books, the ones that are out there that there's no copyright left to them, and, and they put them out in PDF format, and they say, well, now you can download it. You can have it. You can go at it and do, do as you like. So that's kind of cool, except that when you download one of these, then it says stuff like, um, oh, hey, uh, you know, really cool you're downloading it and, and stuff, but um, don't do anything commercial with this. Don't redistribute it. Don't do stuff because it's like ours. <laughs> and it feels like, well, I don't get it. These are public domain books, right? That's why you're able to give out the PDF file. So how can you then turn around and say, oh, but you can't use them in but any don't commercial use it way? Because it's ours. Right. And yeah. so I think the question is, you know, just because you scan it, does that mean that the scan belongs to you and you can put those restrictions on it? Or if it's like, hey, dude, you scanned a public domain book. You put it out there. I'm going to do whatever I want. Kind so of sounds we'll like an ex-girlfriend, you know, where she wants you, but she doesn't. <laughs> Sadly, my ex-girlfriend just didn't want me. <laughs> 
Well, when they were done Danny. with me, they just, you know, tossed me aside. <laughs> tossed you aside, yeah. Well. But, uh, yeah, I can hang with it. I can hang. I, uh, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Actually, I do know what you're saying. I think there was one case where it was like, well, you broke up with me. Now you're with him, but now I'm with her. So what are you saying that you want to be back with me for? You're toying with my head. So I suppose Google's just doing a toying with our head thing. Anyway, I got a message out to Google to see if they got a response as to what the deal is and how it goes and things like that. And, yeah, we'll see. All right. Now, coming along, Google blog search. I did this thing out on, on Daggle, you know, my personal blog, because something was ticking me off that every time I would search for things on um, Google, I was getting all this crud back. I, I run these backlink searches to see what people are saying at, say, search engine land and stuff like that. And the backlink searches would come back with, like, United States People Search Engine and Map Google People Search Engine and Yahoo People Search 20, these things that were linking to me because all they were doing was scraping my pages, throwing them out onto fake blogger domains that Google Blog Search is picking up. And then when you go to them, they redirect you off to this horrid People Search search engine. So I thought, like, it was just perhaps me, but then I noticed Steve Rubel was having the same sort of issue and perhaps other people. I know that blogs aren't a, a new problem, but this in particular has been annoying. So, you know, I put it out on Search Engine Land today. I'm like, Google, fix it. Get rid of it. Stop it. This is bad, bad, bad. By the way, if you don't um, like Google Blog Search, uh, you might want to check out Ice Rocket. I have got to spend more time with Ice Rocket, but Tara Ooh. over on Research Buzz has been saying, you know, I really like them. They don't seem to have a lot of spam. They don't seem to have a lot of crud. You know, maybe they're doing a good job there. And she highlights that they um, are now giving you popular YouTube videos that you can check out. Right. right a few, just a few last things, and we're going to cruise it right in and uh, be done. It'll leave me 15 minutes to have dinner, and then I'll go and do a meeting, and then I'll come back and I'll do a phone call, and then I'll go back and do more work. And at some point, I'll recover her life, but I don't know when. Nice. Yeah. All right. I, you know, I've been blogging the top stats out at Search Engine Line. I said I would do this monthly rundown of everything that's going on. But every day I look at my stats, like you know, what was popular, what's been working, what's not. And I'm doing that today. I'm thinking, oh, heck, I might as well just blog that as well. I don't know if anybody finds it interesting, but yeah, what's, why not? So I threw out the top, like, and I'll do this not every day, but you know, occasionally I'll start doing it as i got time. I threw out, like, what were the top five things that hit search engine land yesterday and the people were coming for. And actually, I find it kind of interesting because I'm talking about how in one case we did this article that was uh, taking and uh, looking at the fortune best places to work, but I tried to do things to make it more than just be a one-paragraph thing pointing over at um, – somebody else's article and add some value to it or whatnot. And that picked up some traffic off of um, Google News. And then I'm talking about another case where I was doing the whole, you know, save Matt, get him on Wikipedia stuff, that sort of thing, and how that attracted a completely different audience. And all the traffic was coming over from, say, people who were riled up at ThreadWatch and stuff. So uh, it's, I don't know, run through the different kinds of things. Uh, It's kind of fun. I like talking stacks. I like seeing things that are there. All right, I had another thing here which is not loading up, so I don't know what it is. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that was just for me to remind everybody again that we're doing our uh, webinar tomorrow. So Measuring Search Success 2007, free webinar. You can just uh, sign up. link will be at the site if you need to check it out and get you going with it from that. Chris Sherman is all geared up. We talked about, um, what were they, web-sourced, market, whatever it was that changed their name to, and then they went under yesterday. And we kind of made an aside that, well, you know, Mike Grand probably isn't crying any little tears or anything like that. No. And that's because Mike Grand used to work there, and then he left. And, in fact, he's launched a whole new uh, brand. 
So he's got his new site up, searchvisible.co.uk, and he's going to provide consultancy, search marketing services, and whatnot. Mike, happy to see you there. Don't go work for any other companies. Just be a happy consultant writing about stuff. Congrats, Mike, indeed. All right, just a couple last things. We'll cruise it right back home and uh, take it back to the man and the woman and just (laughs) stuff, stuff, stuff. Should I do the buzzword thing again? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we've got um, Wall Street Journal does this article on how newspapers are partnering up to sell ads on websites. They're going to call it Newspaper Sense or something like that. I don't know. Um, Gannett, McClatchy, and Tribune are all coming together. The idea is they want to sell display ads, and they think that if they can get a lot of the advertisers together, they will go out there and be able to go to websites and start putting display ads out there. Yahoo does this sort of stuff. Google, to some degree, is doing it as well, actually to a large degree, because AdSense is about image ads as well. So I don't know. I don't know if newspapers are going to be successful. Newspapers are always talking about partnering up, and then they, they never manage to get it together, but we'll see. Steve Rubel over at Micropersuasion highlights that there's an OPML icon. If you're not familiar with OPML, that is a way for you to mm-hmm. export all your feeds from something. Like if you use log lines or you use a feed reader and you want to get all your 500 feeds and move them to something else, you want to use a um, you want to use an you want to do an OPML export, and most things will support this. And now what's happening is people saying, well, you know what? I don't just want to export it to another thing so I can use it. I want to hand somebody my list of feeds so that they can import it and read everything I'm reading. So now people are redistributing this, and there's a new icon so you can tell people, hey, this is all my uh, OPML. Download it and go nuts. Wow. Someday I'll eventually do that for one of my things. But it's hard because I've got a lot of personal stuff mixed in with a lot of work stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just all that stuff there. Anyway, so you can check that out there. And uh, two last things. Um, so there's like this, I, I like debated whether mentioning it or whatnot, but I might as well. There's this, um, there was this, um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> Sorry, it was the wrong thing. I'll come back to that later on. Um, finally, uh, Brand over at S- Rand over at SEO Moz is launching uh, Web 2.0 Awards 2.0. <laughs> so I guess this is um, the Web 4.0 Awards because 2.0 times nice. 2.0 is 4.0. Anyway, so he's letting people nominate um, sites that you think qualify for Web 2.0. I, I know it's not search per se, but, you know, you, you, you never go wrong by saying Web 2.0, right? Until the bubble pops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I, I prefer Web 3.0, but I, I'm okay with you guys stuck in the 2.0 era. I, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm thinking we should just call it Web 2007. Well, you remember how a few products man. were like, it's Office 2.0, Office 3.0, and they said, oh, well, we should do, like, model years. We'll make it Office 2003, 2004, and then that was really cool until, you know, you miss a year, and then people go, what's wrong? Or you're just trying to get me to buy this every year, and I won't go into it. We're just going to stop it there. Darren, uh-huh. that's, that's, that's the news. <laughs> that Good night, it. and have a pleasant tomorrow. Oh, God, that's funny. Well, folks, that does do it for uh, for today's edition of the Daily Searchcast. Not much of a rant today, but I'm sure he'll be pulling that soapbox out, soapbox out tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to get us on into our normal, usually, rants. Folks, I want to thank you all for tuning in today. We will see you right here tomorrow on the Daily Searchcast. 
The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned in WebmasterRadio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at 2 o'clock for The Hook at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders, about the state of the industry today right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.